Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Uh, we're episode 26, and tonight again I'm joined by Manny, and I'm joined by Mike. No, not that Mike. Another Mike. This is Norfolk Mike. Uh, Mike Addison, uh, also from Arsenal Fans Forum, is going to join us. And we're going to talk things all, th- all things Arsenal, including the transfers. We've got a couple of confirmed transfers. Uh, we've got a couple of rumoured, almost done transfers. People have left the building. Changes in the backroom staff. Um, and some other bits and pieces. Plus, uh, a bit later on, we'll touch on the World Cup and the players we got in the World Cup. And uh, a bit of uh, memory lane stuff from some of the lads. So, Manny, how are we doing? We cheered up. Well, you took about an hour of my life away, so... Don't blame no, me. Blame Bill, up. blame Bill Gates. It's not my fault. Don't leave Bill Gates out of it. <laughs> Where are you? At a playground? No, man. Uh, children, all right? Children. I, I don't even want to go into that too tough because... Um, you get yourself in trouble. Exactly. Okay. So, I'm Mike, what's it like in peaceful Norfolk? Uh, well, I'm not in Norfolk for a start. <laughs> well, where are you? King's Lynn, aren't you? No, no, Scunthorpe, Lincolnshire. Ah, right, okay. It's up north, though, isn't it? So It's, well, it's not Norfolk. Well, it's, no- it's north of Watford, so it could be Norfolk. <laughs> okay, my bad. Sorry. Scun- right. Scunny. So, yeah, Scunny Mike. Oh, cheers. So, but you're, you're, I think Norfolk Mike sounds better than Scunny Mike, don't you? No. No, okay, all right, okay. So what <laughs> what do we make of uh, Lichtenstein and Leno signings then? Uh, I'm quite excited by both, to be honest. I think uh, Lichtenstein is a, well, let's just face it, he's got bags of experience, he's, gonna, he's a captain, uh, so he's, he's going to do the team well, I think. Um, with Leno, it's, it's about time we had a new goalkeeper. I I agree, but I would have probably had Szczesny back until what he did last night against uh, with Poland. But uh, we'll touch on that in the World Cup thing. Um, but uh, I think we should have a Szczesny back last season to learn under Czech, and he should have been taken over. Leno, I don't know a lot about. I know he's had he's been seven years with um, Leverkusen, is it? And, yeah. And he's had six caps for Germany. He's a third keeper, but wasn't taken to the World Cup. And people are slagging him off for that. But they didn't take Sané. And he is one of the players of the season uh, for Man City. As for Liechtenstein, um, a lot of people moaning that he's old. But he's got a lot in his tank still. Um, He's got to have some leadership qualities if he's captain of Switzerland. Um, I don't know anything very much about the players, uh, so I'd be lying if I if I tried to say I did. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited about the general change, which we'll touch on over all this this podcast. Manny, what's your thoughts? First of all, it's Lichtenstein or not Lichtenstein, you butcher. Yeah, well, I do it all the time. So no, 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 no. You're naming a country. Like, Lichtenstein is a country. What's wrong Lich- with you? Lich- Lichtenstein, then. <sighs> Forget it. Sorry, you um, had me saying I was questioning myself as well. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm Norf- happy with, um, Scunthorpe is now a city in, in, in Norfolk, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, what was the question again? What do you make of Lichtenstein? Lichtsteiner. Lichtsteiner. God, Lord. What's wrong with you? I'm Irish. <sighs> Mate, um, I, I have not had a lot of sleep, so I'll, I'll, I'll add that one in there. I've had lots and lots and lots going on. <laughs> my, bra- my brain is frazzled. Okay, excuses, excuses. Anyway, um, 
Lichtsteiner, I like it. Um, um, I, I can see why uh, Bellerin needed a competition. He needed a bit of, of guidance. Um, whoever's complaining about him being old, I, I did ask the question in the forum about are we two um, ageists when it comes to, um, to players. Um, whenever players reach a certain age, like 29 and above, all of a sudden we, we seem to think that they're not good enough. Um, Sorry, one man used to think that. Um, he shall not be mentioned until the stat until his statue is unveiled. He shall not be mentioned, not by me anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so so he brings he brings experience. He brings um, um a lot of that. He brings a little bit of leadership as well. You know, Swiss captain. Uh, you, you're not captain of your country if you're a mug. Oh, I don't believe so anyway. John Terry was. Mm, yeah, and then so is Hugo Lloris. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah. go on, go on. But um, no, I like it. I like it. Um, I think it's it's more of a of a stopgap signing. I think it's more of a uh, let's not block the path of um, of youngsters and and Bellerin as well. So let's have someone there who can sort of guide them and teach them teach them the ways of the right back. Hundred percent agree. Say what? Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, I, I, anybody who's getting hung up about it, he's on a two-year contract. He'll be thirty-six. Mm-hmm. He could be shot by then, or he could get another year and roll and roll and roll. Defenders um, can play until about thirty-seven, thirty-eight nowadays with fitness and diet. Yeah, I mean, he only—he's only got a year contract with with an option of a, of a further year. So, I mean, for like I said the, the football community is very fickle unless he's he's 45 million and then 21 22 people don't really care um, but I'm happy with it um, Leno you know what I've, I've known about Leno for years and years and years um, I'd say about four years maybe I've, I've heard the name um, really yeah some of us watch a lot of football um, and he was tipped as the next you know the next in line you know the next big keeper um, they've got a lot of them you know Germany something like Kevin Trapp and, and Tostega and the now you know and Leno as well um, so I've heard the name um, quite a bit for some time um, and when I heard that we were going for him I was like well finally you know um very happy with it, um, especially considering he's what twenty six. Got him for apparently um, ninety million plus three million add-ons um, on add-ons. So, and and it's a position that we've needed strengthening him for so long. We thought we got that with Czech, but we we yeah. Okay. But, but but Czech Czech was almost like Liechtenstein, um, <sighs> in, in the sense. Listeiner. You know what? You know why I keep on getting this wrong? I wrote my notes and I've spelt it wrong as Liechtenstein on here and I've got it wrong and it keeps on throwing me. So I blame myself. Um, and you, I blame, I blame, I blame my uh, proofreader who uh, didn't pick me up on that one. Pick me up on, um, uh, what was it, Toria? And I had it down as Toridio. I don't know why. <laughs> I spotted that. Spot yeah, 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 yeah. There's something wrong with you. I hope you know that. It was late. At, it was late at night. I was trying to do it quickly. You fucking write them. Well, well pff, no, no. <laughs> There's a I lot write... of workers into this shit, you know. Well, the least you can do is get the spelling right. Uh, it just gives me a. It, it's all to give me pointers to get you guys talking. You know oh. what? All you need to do is either, either, is either go on Twitter. 
uh, for Lichtenstein that you could have gone on the Arsenal website and that would have saved you some time. But no, instead you rather spell it wrong and butcher the names and then blame the fact that you're Irish. And that you didn't correct me because you're French. I did correct you. You're not on this one. You corrected me after the point and embarrassed me. I corrected you about Taria on WhatsApp. Don't no, even that, try uh, it. Uh, you know, on that one, I gave you the credit. You did, Taria, you did. So on the subject of Taria that we're talking about, apparently yes. that deal is done. Medical has been completed. Um, Sam Doria, uh, director or chairman, is on president. Italian president, um, was on Italian TV. And he has said the deal is all but done. It just need to agree final figures. I've heard somewhere in the region of, was it 22, 23 million? I don't know if that's uh, euros. I know, I, I know the Leno Taria deal was 48, uh, 47 or 48 million pounds. That's a budget gone, though, isn't it? Do you really believe that? Well, we're not getting Socrates then, are we? Like, come on. Like, t- people who actually believe that, oh, come on. A club like Arsenal with, with just 50 million pounds to spend in the summer like who are we West Ham like come on well we don't have to pay Jack Wilshere anymore but we'll get on to that one Mike what do you oh, reckon on this Taria guy uh, from, I haven't really seen much of him uh, but what I have seen he, he looks quite half decent and he, he's still a young lad uh, so uh, to say that we're just bringing in old uh, well I say old um, with Lichstein like it's uh, it's obviously wrong uh, but he's and again, he is another kid still learning his trade. But what he does know, he has been pretty good by, from he's what a, I've seen. He's only short, though, isn't he? Like Kante sort of stature, I believe. He, uh, but if you look at Kante, he's, uh, done, he's done wonders, hasn't he, to be fair? Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I watched the French game and Manny, you were lucky. Um, he was the only what, one who really turned up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It was an awful, awful, awful game to watch. It was crap. It was. it was crap. I mean, yes, Kante was the was the only one who showed up. He usually does. So um, I think we're so desperate for that big um, central midfielder because we've been so small in that area for so long. So um, we we're really needy in terms of one of the big center, you know, center midfielder, and this, uh, since. Um, Gilberto Silva wasn't too sure, but more so Vieira. Um, but Kante has, has rewritten the book. Besides, Makaloli wasn't that tall either, and he pretty much created that defensive midfielder role. Um, Kante will take on anyone um, in that midfield, doesn't matter how big you are. Um, so, let, um, um, <laughs> I've only seen this guy on YouTube. Have you right. watched much of him in the World Cup um, for Uruguay? He's barely been on. I don't know if he was on I today. Don't think he's but, played, um, he? he played three minutes um, against Egypt, but the, 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 you, you can't say you can't really see anything in three minutes. I mean, yeah. So, so he's an unknown quantity, really. So, talking about somebody who alongside needing somebody big alongside him. What about Shaka? Um, he was he, he was a big name in the Euros, wasn't he? With getting his shirt ripped off him, um, he's just got a, a contract extension. Would one? Do you agree with the extension? And two, no. with, let me finish the question, man. Uh, one, do you agree with the extension? Um, and two, do you think him alongside Taria will be the bulk he'll need, and would that bring out the better side of Shaka? 
I'm not happy about it. I he don't think many people it. are. He doesn't deserve it. Like, I'm going to ask you both, what has he done to merit a new five-year deal? In the two seasons he's been here, what has he done to merit that? Genuine question. Not um, a lot in my view. <laughs> Apart from, from give goals away and, and, and score the odd screamer here and there. Um, he, for, for me, in, in the two seasons that he's been here, he's only performed well for four or five months in those two seasons. So where the hell have they got a five-year deal to give this guy? Uh, I'm I'm sorry, and and we've already seen that, um, in terms of of you you mentioned bulk and things like that. He's not he's not that guy. He, he isn't. You know, um, he, you press him and he and he panics. Um, he's not exactly um bulky. You know, he can he can be you know pushed off the ball rather easily from from what I've seen. Um, no, no, I'm not happy at all, Mike. To be honest with you, uh, I don't know. I'm quite mixed on it. To be fair, um, it's about, I don't know if he's been playing in the wrong position. Uh, he's not a defensive mid uh, by any means, but he's also not a playmaker. So I don't I don't know what his position actually is. Yeah, I, I, I to be honest, I get confused. I, I was hoping he was coming in, going to be a bit of box to box. Um, a bit of steel in there. Uh, I saw him in the Euros uh, just before we signed him. He had one good, good game for Switzerland. I thought, oh yeah, he's a, he, he looks the nuts. And then he was shit and he got sent off. He came to us in his first season, got sent off. I don't know how many times. Was it four or five times? It was never any. He was never good for discipline. To be fair, is it all? Is it his old club? Is it? Uh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was. Uh, I can't remember. He was. Was he a Swiss? Uh, was he? What, he was what, in the German league. I yeah, remember. yeah, I can't remember the team, but um, he, watching Gladbach. That's, that's it. Yeah, I couldn't pronounce that one either, Manny. So that's why I couldn't remember it, to be honest. Um, but um, last season his discipline did improve. Uh, but yeah, him, but but him as a player, it's still crap. Yeah, again, the only thing I do pick up on is what Mike said: um, is he being played in the right position? Uh, everything for me, every player and. Jack Wilshire, to a certain degree, could have every player's back at zero. Iwobi is back at zero for me because they're going to be managed differently, have different tactics, uh, different uh, training regimes, different everything. So uh, it's like we've got a new 25-man squad. Every player's changed, um, with possibly the exception of Abamyang. Um because he only came into the squad at the end, and that was, you know, um, that, that that was, you know, a, probably a last desperate bid to do something, or else was it the start of the change? Who knows? Mm, I don't know, but um, yeah, every every <laughs> everyone's at pretty much, like you mentioned, everyone's at at, at zero. You've got to start all over again, um, which is which is good, which is great. Um, so we'll see. Um, back to Jaco. What, what, what exactly is he good at? Apart from picking out the old pass, that, that's about it. He hasn't got the pace to be he has, a box to box. He's got a shot on him. He has got a shot on him, but he hasn't got the pace to be a box to box. He hasn't got the defensive know how to be a defensive midfielder. I don't know what the hell he is. And, and he's not, he's not, you know, physical enough. He's not 
you know, clever enough to actually play that centre midfield role. That's what I believe anyway. He is more suited to a slower paced league, you know, because like I mentioned, once you put him under pressure, he gives goals away. We we saw that numerous times last season. So um, I'll, I'll maintain this. He is not an Arsenal player. And I'll so, be the so, first one to admit I'm wrong if I am proven wrong, but I don't <laughs> think I will be on him. So he's on a five-year contract. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he's been put on that? He's only young. What's he, 24, 25 sort of age? Um, yeah. Do you think he's been put on that five-year contract so that he's got a value that we can sell him on? There's links Maybe. and talks about Nzonzi and Decore. Um <sighs> You know, would you have either one of them over Shaka? And if you were, which which would you have? Who'd you say? In Zonzi and Decore. See, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I would, because just because you signed that Torreya, um, do we really need another defensive mid? Would it be better playing someone with like a Santi Cazola, for instance? Well, Santi, uh, yeah, Santi, Santi, Santi's yeah. not coming back, is he? So well, we I'm just that. saying, like someone of his stature, you know, someone like plays like him, a bit more of a playmaker. What, like Rambo? Possibly. Um, he but Ra- might deserve a chance if he can keep fit. Yeah, Ra- Ra- Rambo hasn't done too well alongside Shaka, though, has he? I-, I thought Jack done better alongside him, and he's left the building. But I'm just thinking squad and depth you know Shaka played every game last season he, I don't think he'd be able to do that next season he's bound to get an injury like just at, at, at the law of averages so would Inzonzi or Decore be good as either Shaka being the backup or they being the backup and if so which one would you choose oh god that's such a tough one because Inzonzi is more of an out and out defensive mid, you know, rough and hard in the tackle. And he's an Emery man. And he's everything that Xhaka isn't um, in terms of that role. Um, Decore, on the other hand, he's more box-to-box. You know, Decore reminds me a little bit of of Diaby, um, not injury-wise, but once they get motoring, once they get moving with that ball, they're pretty hard to stop. If you remember, Diaby had an amazing stride pattern. And once he would get going, he had a bit of skill. He had a bit of flair about him. And once he got going, he was amazing to watch. If you look at the Corey, he's got that engine to go, you know, up and down and more box to box. So he's not really a, a, a traditional out and out defensive midfielder. Um, but he can put in the odd tackle here and there. And he is, and he is a big lump as well. Um, and he's got and he's got age on his side again. Um, so with with that in mind, I would move, I'd be more inclined to go with with Corey and have Torreira be that be that um, defensive mid. Okay, Mike, your thoughts? I can't not agree with any of that. To be fair, um, if that's how you know what I mean, if that's how he wants to be. Um, but I just I don't know. I think. He's got one more season in him, Xhaka, I think, just to try and prove himself under a new manager. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't argue with that either. I think, I think, uh, just simply because of the new manager, um, I, as we've said on many podcasts and has been reported, everyone said it's very hard to defend 
in a Wenger team uh, and be a defensive player in uh, a Wenger team, maybe a more defensively minded player um, would uh, a defensively minded manager uh, will bring out the better side of the qualities that we don't see in Shaka. Uh, the only reason I think in Zonzi might be, I, I, I think I prefer the Corey because um, he's younger. The only reason that I would like Nzonzi is um, he's worked and played under um, Unai before, so I think that would give him a bit of an advantage. Um, so, who knows? Any of those people good to be captain? Who would you have as our next captain? Like, we've brought in the Swiss captain. Um, there's talk of Socrates. Mm. There's talk of Socrates coming in as a centre-half. The Socrates deal, again, is meant to be done, um, but not being announced until the 1st of July because the German side uh, want to do it because uh, at that date because it gets into the next year of accounts and it benefits them that way. But um, would you have him? Would you have Czech? Uh, would you have... Who, who's our next captain? Because our captain is gone, our vice captain will probably never kick a ball for Arsenal again, in my opinion, because uh, he's not back till April, is it? December. I heard it was going to be about April before really? he'd be back. Yeah. I, th I personally, I think Cos is finished. I think he's finished. I think he's done as well. I will put a fork in him. I think yeah. that's a wrap. Um, who, are, who would I have as captain? I'll tell you I, I won't I'll have as captain. I'll, I'll tell you what I'd do with Cos if it was me. Mm, I yeah. would I would euthanise him and put him down if he was like a cat. But if it was my wife, she'd spend £1,500 on it and get his tail chopped off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, and that cat that, that... I'm talking about is 15 years old. Fucking computer! Carry on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you who I, will, who I won't have as, as captain. Um, uh, people keep campaigning for Ramsey. No, no, no. And again, no. Um, he's not fit enough. Um, he's not a leader. Um, he's not a talker. Um, all he does is, is put his hands in the air and then demand the ball. That's, that's not captain material for me. Um, so, nope, he's a terrible choice as a captain. Um, I'll second that one, to be fair. No. I don't rate him as a captain. No. No, I, just... I, just I, actually, he, I think... Hold on, Fergus. I, th I think he would be he would be better not having that responsibility on his shoulders. I think he'll be freer um, to do, to express himself a lot better on the pitch, you know, without having to, to, to turn around and lambast somebody for being stupid, i.e. Xhaka. Um... So, so with that in mind, no, no, don't, don't, don't give him the captaincy. Um, would I have Lichtsteiner as a captain? Probably not, because he he'll he'll probably play second fiddle to to Bellerin if you really if you really look at it. Um, he, you know he he may start the odd game here and there, but but consistently in the Premier League, no, I don't think so. Um, I'd I'd say I'd go with Socrates to be fair, I mean, if he was to sign. Well, he's, yeah, he's rumored to have a, a medical this week. I think again, there's a lot happening this this week, next week, and he's rumored on a three-year deal as well. Um, okay. Uh, have 
I, I, I watch Arsenal. I watch Champions League and Europa League and some of the World Cup. I don't watch um, uh, much German or Spanish or Italian or French football. Have any of you guys watched and seen him play? What do you, what, what do you make of Mike, do you, do, you, do you watch any of it? I've watched uh, a couple of times the Bundesliga. Uh, I'm not a very avid viewer of it because it, it can be a bit boring. Um but from what I've seen and what I've seen of Socrates, he is a really not a bad defender at all. Uh, and I think he'll do our squad some really good justice, to be fair. It was what we've really needed, someone of his stature. Do, um, does, he, does he make captain material for you? I, I don't know. I haven't seen too much of him to justify whether he's going to be a captain or not. I'm, and who, if, who would you, If I'm being honest, you, yeah. I just I don't know. I personally don't think there is a captain among our squad at the minute at all. Uh, I, you know what, I think that's bang on because the only reason I think, and I was going to say, and I was shouted down by Manny again, um, was uh, with Ramsey, he's the only one who type of fits the category of who could possibly be a captain. I don't think he's no, necessarily the no, right person agree. to be. Not, not in the sense that he's he's got Arsenal running through him, he's been there 10 years, he's, you know, no. tick, ticks a lot of boxes and you see it done in many, many occupations, many jobs. I've seen this in sales and you've probably seen it in the jobs that you work in. The longer serving person be, ends up becoming the next manager or the next supervisor and so on. Not necessarily the right person for the job, but he's the one who ticks all the boxes, is no. what I mean. He doesn't, no, no, he's, he's no, he's not a leader. He, he isn't. You know, having having but, but him did, having did, him as captain you did, you is did, Manny. Manny, you didn't listen to what I said. I said he's got all he ticks all the boxes in the thing, in the things that people would do if you're in your job. Oh, he's been here ten years. He knows everybody. He knows he knows the systems. He knows the processes. He knows the ethos. Yeah, all I, that I, I sort of stuff. You. Yeah, I, I heard you. But this is football. Um, it's a, it's a weird world um, over there. Um, so we've taken that into consideration. No. To, think, to be a captain, you've got to have some presence about you as well. And yeah, there, there's got to be you. You got to have a bit more about you, and then and, and just Ramsey is just not that guy. Okay, Did, I don't see it. I don't see it in him. You know, um, he would. I mean, he had um, the Welsh captaincy thrusted upon him when he was really young. Um, so I, I won't hold that against him because he was really young. But then over the years, I haven't. I don't see any leadership skills in him at all. You know. Um, did, so, did, so no. did that leadership uh, walk out the building yesterday? No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, How do we feel about Jack? Mike, I'm going to let you go first. Cheers. <laughs> uh, I love Jack to bits. He's Arsenal through and through. Um, he's been up and down is the issue, I think, with him, with his injuries and everything else. I think it was the right time for him and the club, if I'm being honest, to move on. Um, it's going to do his career a lot better moving on, for, without a doubt. I think they could have signed him on a f three or four year deal and taken a gamble uh, on a page you play at 100 grand a week, which is loads of money in our world. But when you think that we're paying Diaby 55 grand a week, a number of years ago before we put him on a pay-as-you-play contract. And Diaby was with us, what, for six or seven years. Uh, hardly kicked the ball. Not his fault. I, I'll, I'll give him that. Not his fault. But um, I think 
we could I would have liked to see him a year under Unite to see what he could have done differently. I think because we got Ramsey, because we got Ozil, um, I don't think there's room for Jack. Uh, and if you had Cazola, except I know he's left the left the building as well. But somebody mentioned on one of the comments on a thread I've been watching that he would struggle to get into our Europa League squad with some of the players that we got in in there. But I would have liked to see him get a year under his belt, see if it it brought him on, uh, and with different fitness and different medical and different training regimes um, maybe he could have fulfilled that potential that we all in our hearts wanted in our heads we know he's fucked we know he, he does need to go on somewhere um, else I think yeah I'm, I'm probably going to get lynched for this on on the forum probably for saying this but I think a lot of people have got rose-tinted glasses with him uh, oh, they want him to do really well which we all do we really want him to play for Arsenal but it's, I just, I just don't think he can cut it. He's like the girl that got away, isn't it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Or oh, the girl that never left. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I got one then. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, go on. Have your sixpence. Um, I saw it. I saw it two ways. Um, the first way I saw it was, um, you know, it was time for him to move on. Um, too many injuries, and then it seems the club is moving in, the, in a different sort of direction, which is great. Which is um, enough of this sentimental um, bullshit that um, was rife at our club for so long, where you know we we held on to where we had players actually playing when they didn't deserve to. Um, where we held on to, to, to players for far too long, um, which was the case with, with Jack. I think it became apparent a long time ago that he wouldn't be the player that we wanted him to be, but we just held on to the fact that we just held on to that Barcelona performance for so long in the hope that it would come back. Um, I wanted him to succeed. I wanted him to be, to be captain because, you know, you know, he, lives and breathes this club but at the same time just because you live and breathe Arsenal doesn't mean you're good enough to to be at Arsenal we all love Arsenal Football Club don't we it doesn't mean that we're good enough to put on that shirt and actually get on that pitch so um I think that's that's the case with Jack so that that's that's one where I saw it um you know he, he he had to leave because he wants to play and 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 you know being a fringe player doesn't really fit with his he wants to get a chance to get in the Eng- england squad doesn't he so yeah you know so as so i understand that bit then the cynic in me says um you know what the, your your comfort zone is gone um so now you're in a completely different environment you've got a new man and you've got new stuff that have come in and they're telling you listen you're not going to get the minutes that you want. So Jack could have done one more thing as opposed to leave. He could have gone, you know what, I'm going to sign this contract and I'm going to prove to you that I deserve to start. You know, I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to prove to you I, that this is this is for me here. I, so, I, get, I get that. And I think quite a few people talked about he should have fought for his place and signed the contract. But if you have been told, listen, mate, uh, Maitland-Niles is ahead of you Ozil's ahead of you uh, the tea lady's ahead of you everybody's ahead of you um, we don't know what he was told 
No, we don't know, but I think we'll it never was... know on that one. No, you'll never. Well, his his insiders yeah. will know. Um, but reading his Instagram message, um, I think it was quite clear. Um, he thanked Wenger, he thanked the club and everything very, very... And then it was almost like as an afterthought to say, oh, and by the way, uh, I wish all the best to Unai Emery. So I, I, I don't think there was that's, any laughter among... Uh, yeah, but but that, that's just the cynic in me, you know, that, that, that's yeah, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can, can I really blame him for for wanting to leave? For you know, going on to Passage New and then trying to develop a career somewhere else? No. But then you read that, oh, you know, he was prepared to, to take a pay cut and then do all of this and then remain. You know what? You could have done that in January when you were first offered the contract. Um, but what was the hold-up? I mean, did, I mean, did, was he aware that Frank was going to leave, according to his interview, when it was announced? No. So what I, kept I, th- you- I, th- I think anybody who had got a, a hole in their arse knew the Wenger's days were numbered. And w- I said when he signed the new two-year contract, he'd be gone by the summer, didn't I? Yeah, but again... Um, yeah, that contract was offered to you a long time ago, and then you know it hey. came out in the media that you know it was it was reduced and this and that, and apparently he was refusing it. But then you read his statement yesterday, and he's saying he was prepared to take it. Okay, now, um, so he was, why did he was, you sign he was, in January? He he was offered a pay cut, and then they reviewed it and kept him on the same money, but then with bonuses to, to, to increase his money if if he played and was fit and everything else. So basically he was going to sign a new contract on the same money he was on currently. And he still didn't sign it. No, uh, but where most... Well, look at Ozil who does fuck all, in my opinion. Can we not yeah. do, Can we have one podcast when we don't mention that dude? Yeah, yeah, but he done fuck all. <laughs> he come to the end of his contract and he gets 350 grand from 100 and whatever grand. He gets a double his salary. So that's, yeah, that's, let's, that's let's, all. Let's, no, 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 no. We're not going to go into him, but yeah, I'm just please. saying um, that's where we go. On the subject of some other players, rather okay. than sticking on Jack, Lucas and Welbeck, what's going to happen with them? Leave. I think they're going. Leave. I think Welbeck has gone to Turkey. Leave. Leave. Both of them leave. Listen, this is... I want this club to be um, as ruthless with those players as possible. You're not good enough, get out. Um, which is, I don't understand why the hell Shaq is still here, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but, you know, those Welbeck is not good enough. Um, Perez was ruined. Um, never really given the opportunity. But um, would it be would would it be worth giving him till nope. January, nope. Uh, and give him a go in the Europa League uh, with um, Unai? No. He was brought in for one reason and one reason only, and that was to piss Wagner off. Yeah, it was a gazezed move, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was. That was the sole reason. That's why he was loaned out straight away. That was. That, I think that was the the beginning of um, Gazidis trying to implement. Well, the beginning. Um, the beginning of. The beginning was the what was it the catalyst for change catalyst for change which was after Wenger signed the new extension um, but Lucas was brought in before that so yeah that would have been the yeah. start wouldn't it so yeah I, I would say yeah. that was that was more action than words you know because obviously catalyst for change came a long long time after that but the um, the Lucas signing was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go above your head here and yeah that, that that didn't really work out but the thing is Lucas was not a bad player 
which but I'm I'm not even gonna go in into that. Yeah, um, it's right though. They the ruined a half decent player, to be fair, by yeah. doing it. Yeah, because um, the man could finish. You know, we saw what, that. What was he when he first came in? Was he third top goal scorer in Spain at the time? Yeah, um, knows what a goal is. Um, I mean, you saw the, his goal against Bournemouth was class, and his his hat trick against Basel. The, the man knew where the goal was, and but you're proving. Um, Gazidis was proven right, and we all know that, that you can't have that. You know, in that time, no way. You know, no way. Uh, Manny, Manny, you were talking about like you want the club to be ruthless, and yeah. you want us to uh, just be tunnel visioned almost in what mm. we were. No, no, in in we have a place to go to. We need okay. to get back in the top four. We need to be challenging for the title. We need to be challenging uh, for. Champions League, Europa League, whatever it be, we need to be moving forward rather than creeping backwards and stagnating as we have been. Mm-hmm. Um, Unai has already made huge changes in the sense that told Jack, you're not in my plans. Um, he's brought in uh, an older right back to challenge Bellerin. Mm-hmm. He's bringing in a centre half um, and hopefully a, 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 he's trying to build a spine around uh, the, the the team we've got a keeper coming in he's some numbers have been changed around but I don't think that was necessarily his thing but um, we he's brought in some of his backroom staff so we got one Carlos Carquito Car- Car- is it uh, a lot to r- sit alongside Steve Bould as a, a dual uh, first team ass- uh, assistant coach head coach uh, we got the first team coach which is Pablo v- Fuck me. He could just call him Smith. It would make it so much easier for me. Villanueva. Um, the director of high performance. I think that is the guy we brought in, which was one of Gazidis' moves. Um, when he brought in Sven Mislintat and uh, Raul. Um, Darren Burgess. So uh, we've got the strength coach. I think this guy is new. Uh, strength and conditioning coach. Julian Massach. He is new, yeah. Yeah. And... We've got a goalkeeping coach called Javi Garcia. I believe he's the guy. Is he the one from Newcastle or Saya, uh, Sael, Sal Bibo? Is Which he's one is the one? Bo. Sal Bibo was here. Um, yeah, he's been here, so he's kept his job. Okay, and Javi uh, is from Newcastle. Um, and we've got Victor Manas, who's the data and video analyst. Like He does love, <laughs> a, he does love a video, but we lost... Jens Lehmann, who was only brought in recently, and I thought that was under the influence. Who, who was that under the influence? Was that under the influence of Wenger trying to build his uh, old school people back in, or was that Gazidis? I think he was a go-between. Um, that, that Javi Garcia has been with Emery for a long time. Um, he was in. He was at Seville with him, and he was also at Par- uh, PSG. Okay. Um, so he's going to bring in his own staff, and it's right that he has done. I think to be fair, he was Jens Lehmann. Bring... How can you coach Peter Czech when he's, you know, I mean, he's he's getting to the point now where he'll probably want to be coaching soon. Yeah, that's that is true. But I, Lehmann wasn't brought in as a goalkeeping coach. I think for that reason, I would have thought because uh, how do you coach somebody who's got so much experience well, as somebody after like seeing Czech? his tweet, he mentioned about the two thousand and four <laughs> squad. <laughs> Uh, Jens Lehmann but I think that's wrong as well because they brought Jungberg in didn't they <laughs> to be a yeah. coach and Pires is still there so maybe he just won't cut in it 
Maybe, I don't even know what the hell he was doing. Maybe he's just because he's got a stinking attitude at the best of times, doesn't he? He was always an oh, abrasive. He's a moody. He's a moody. He was always guy, outspoken. Yeah, yeah. yeah Manny would recognise these traits in, in in a man, wouldn't you, Manny? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, I, I, I think he probably was a, a definitely a character within the organisation, and I don't think Unai necessarily wants challenging characters that want to go against him just yet. He needs everybody to be uh, rowing the boat the same way rather than going against him. Um, His tweet was interesting, though, wasn't it? It was uh, yeah. quite joyful. <laughs> it was like, hmm... I would love to know what he meant. Is it that the, the 2004... Read the tweet out. Say what? Read the tweet out. Do you have it at hand? No, I think it was I quite butthurt about it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah there, there was there was a there was a touch of that. And then, um, oh, I mean, what the hell did he mean? You know, what did you mean, Jens? I mean, listen, you were there for a year, um... Changes are happening. If if the new man thinks that you, you know, you, he doesn't want you here, then you just take it on the chin and move on. Um, this is it, especially when you've got a guy Arsenal you've been fans. working with here for so sorry. long. Go on. Oh, sorry, Fergus. On. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like when you've got a, when you've had someone in your coaching staff for so long and you're trusting him, then you're going to take that guy with you no matter where. Exactly. The you tweet know? says, "Dear Arsenal fans." Um, I am sorry to leave the club after only one year again. Uh, it was a good experience working with the players as one of the assistant coaches, but the attitude from our 2004 group is not needed there anymore. Damn, what does that mean? I think you, you said you sent that to me, Manny, and I, my reply was, wow. I just yeah. think he's feeling a little butthurt about it, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Um, Marrow and Fellaini, anybody? No. no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell to the no. Testing one, two, one, two. <laughs> it just always reminds me of a fucking big microphone. Or somebody somebody from the Muppet Show or somebody. Ah, you know who he reminds me of? Do you remember Beaker? Oh, my God. <laughs> just, oh. just, just no, no. I no. think that's just paper talk, to be honest. I think yep. so. And the, Next. The la- the last rumour I've got is Draxler. It comes back. It, it comes back probably near, nearly as much as Benzema, but I think Benzema is past it on this stage. So Good. Mm. Waste, man. We've got nine players in the World Cup. We've got Danny Welbeck, not had a kick of a ball yet. We've got Mesut Ozil, not had a kick of a ball yet. Oh, he did. We've got Granit Xhaka, who kicked the ball. It didn't get to a player. Um, we got Alex Awobi, uh, hasn't had a kick of a ball yet. we got Nacho Monreal, hasn't had a kick of a ball yet. Um, we have David Ospina who did have a kick of a ball, but that was to take out the back of the net after he cocked up, very similar to um, Chesney, who done a Chesney. Um, we had El Elneny. Uh, unfortunately, I think uh, Egypt have done quite well. They do are, they're a bit like Liverpool in disguise, but a little bit more shit, um, in the sense that they are very de- dependent on one player in Mo Salah. Uh, Joel Campbell did have a kick of a ball, but he's not allowed to wear an Arsenal shirt anymore. And our new Arsenal um, right back has had one good game. So what have you made of our Arsenal players 
uh, that'll be out there. And we'll keep this reasonably brief. A couple of sentences each, guys. Uh, in in short, uh, average. Um, I think the best one of the Lord's been El Nini. I'll agree. El Nini has been the best one. He's the only one I've really seen, to be fair. El, Nen- yeah. El Nini, like we said all last season, he'll run, he'll run, and he'll run. Yeah, he's you, you know what you get with him. Um, neat passing, um, simple, um, energetic. Uh, yeah, he's got a good shot on him, but he doesn't he doesn't shoot that often. But yeah, out of our players, he's 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 been the best one. That's a shame Egypt are going home though. Let's uh, let's look at our Gunnar debate. Before we do that, what we'd like you to do is we are on Facebook. Um, I literally the reason I paused there, I literally had SoundCloud send me a message on my phone, and they Same said, what? "Don't miss out on Guns and Yellow Ribbons' newest releases." <laughs> there we go. So SoundCloud knows. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So listen, we're on, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, like us and share us on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes. Uh, like us and review us. Uh, we're on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Guns and Ribbons. And if you want to email us, it's info at Guns and Yellow Ribbons dot com. Uh, really enjoying this, guys. I tell you what, we we had a chat off air uh, a few days days ago and we were talking about doing something about Arsenal and you and I've done something similar with um, James Tricker, James T uh, in Melbourne and something similar with Andy Fink before which was a bit about why you become an Arsenal fan um, memories of your favourite game, you know that sort of thing so I'm going to ask I've got one, two, three, four, five uh, different questions and give us like a a one or two sentence answer back or if you want to go into more detail just stop me and, and say but we conscious of a little bit of time for everybody bearing in mind Bill Gates kept me an hour in that meeting <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why and how did you become an Arsenal fan Mike I'll ask you first as you're the guest oh uh, well most of my family were bloody Liverpool fans so <laughs> I wanted oh. to be different good man that's a good reason. I just like the way the Arsenal have always played. Um, I've always enjoyed it. Um, I think I started being an Arsenal fan properly when I first saw sort of maybe one one or two years into the Wegner seasons. And I just like the style of play football. Well, was, what, what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to ask you all the questions and I'll go back with Manny because that actually works better because it, it flows a bit more. So so most of your family were, were Liverpool fans. You started following them early into the, the Wenger era. What, what was your earliest member a memory of being an Arsenal supporter? Like, um, What was the, the first game you really remember sticking in your head? Jesus. Um, I think watching Wrighty play, um, he was brilliant. <laughs> um, uh, they're the only ones that really stick into my head because I used to love watching Ian Wright. I thought he, he was fantastic. Was a character, a character. Yeah, as well. and he was—he was just a funny person to watch as well. You know, funny with his, to, even with his interviews and everything. He's funny to watch when he's watching Messi take a penalty as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I think with his post-match interviews as well, when on the old match of the day eras, when he used to watch them religiously, um, and they and, were the sort of, sort of the funniest times. Um, and being in school in that city in Norfolk called Scunthorpe. Um, <laughs> See, it's got a stick now. Um, 
What what was it like in school, like as an Arsenal fan? Was there many other Arsenal fans who were all Man United uh, and Liverpool? Or what, yeah, what the majority like? of them were Man United and Liverpool fans. Um, I think that's the sort of era I I grew up in. I think Liverpool were just coming out of winning just about everything and on the starting to come on the back burner of oh what if what if and and it was the, the Fergie years with Man U so especially being in the north. It's always going to be the Liverpool and Man U are always going to be the top end teams around. North north of Watford is definitely north. North of Watford. North of Watford. Well, north of the M25. Well, there's the No Hotel, which is just on the A405, (laughs) and it's about 100 yards from Junction 21A off the M25. That's north for me. I I went north today. I went to St Albans. So, um, wow, yeah. you really wow. come up north, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I want E lad and everything, <laughs> <laughs> says he with a fucked up Irish mockney accent. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> so, what's the favorite game? Uh, your favorite game you ever watched, or the favorite game you ever attended? Uh, favorite game, well, I say the, I say the favorite game, but the favorite, favorite move I've ever seen in my life was Dennis Bergkamp's goal oh. against Newcastle, yeah, it was sublime. Yeah, and for a player like that, and he's still doing it now. I don't know if you've seen the video. Yeah, 50. on YouTube, uh, fifty years old, and he's still doing it. Yeah, no, um, the best memory I've ever had was when I think it was Charlton uh, when Henri backheeled it into the net. Yep, and that was uh, that was just uproar. I think what was that forty eight out of forty nine games unbeaten as well. Yeah, it was, was to- it, it was time. It was to- towards the end of it. Yeah. I thought I thought you were going to say that goal that Van Persie done at Charlton as well. You know when he stood up in the crowd. Oh, I know, don't we, mention Van Persie. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But he, he did he did do some. <laughs> He's good out things. my memory. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's difficult. So, um, Manny, I'll ask you the same sort of thing. So we touched on this before a little bit because obviously the French connection and you coming to England in the mid-90s, which was uh, when you came involved. You, you brought up this subject. You've heard the the sort of questions I've asked. Yeah. F- fill my ears. Ask the questions, even though I was even though I was listening. But yeah, <laughs> ask them. <laughs> I, I I I only done that because I know you just like to just grab the mic and boom. Um, why and how did you become an Arsenal fan? Um, well, yeah, we touched on that before. So I, I came in this country in '96, um, literally around the same time as 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 Wenger, and he was everywhere. You know, everywhere, you know, in the, in the papers. And um, so at that sort Arsenal, Arson, you know, and that, that sort of connection attracted a six-year-old kid of that and the colour red. So I was like, okay, um, I like this. I like the, the whole connection of it. Um, but I didn't really, really get into, um, into Arsenal until like 98. Were, were you living... In late North London at the time, or North East London, or no, I was living in Edra Road at the time. Okay, so yeah, North West so London, West, yeah. Well, yeah, West yeah. London, yeah. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't really get into um, Arsenal until like around '98. Um, obviously, after the World Cup, <laughs> after the World Cup, you know, after that, that Patigo, and yeah, that that's when I really, so really got into football. Did you start following like the French players, which made you follow? The... Yeah, 
French um, English team and Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, mainly mainly the French players and like and Nelka really like um caught my attention at the time. Um young, quick, um goal scorer. So I I, really, I, I really liked him. Um so he was like the one I was following closely. And what was time. your earliest member of uh, memory of um supporting Arsenal? Of that whew. Uh, Arsenal three, United nil. Hmm. At Highbury, was that Barthez with pulling his shorts up? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I love so that we... one. I love that one. But <laughs> you know, my, my I've mentioned it to you before. My my brothers are, are Man United fans, and my dad, I think, was a Liverpool fan. Um, mm. uh, being Dublin and so on, but uh, he came with supporting Man United and was in our house. And I just remember it, it's one of my the last sort of memories of doing things with Dad. He's not not with us anymore, sort of mm. thing. And uh, seeing Bartes pull his tra- things up, <laughs> and Man United are always having one over us, and that that was brilliant. Go on, anyway, three nil. Yeah, yeah, because of Nelka scored in that game, so yeah, that was yeah, that, yeah, and then yeah. And at school, so you went to school. Where did you? What school did you go to? By the way, I went to multiple. Um, Did you go schools. to one of the Maid of Ale, the one where the uh, the head teacher was stabbed? No, I didn't go to that one, but that one was around the corner from. Because that's where what that's, where, that's that's where my brothers went to. St George's. Yeah, and, yeah. I went yeah. to um, I went to St Augustine's, which was around the corner. Okay, oh, yeah, I've heard of it because we used to live in Hampstead. Well, we lived in Ed- Marble Arch, Edgware Road. First of all, when we came to London, that was thirty years ago. Then we moved to Hampstead. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but oh, in school, so. So that was like early, but then I moved to East, we moved to East London, um, and I went to the school called Chapel End. And that's when, you know, the, the football rivalries were, were really apparent, um, around that time. So <laughs> my two best friends at the time were Tottenham fans. Scum. Um, yeah, I know. I didn't, at the time, I didn't really, I didn't fully understand the rivalry until we played them. Um, and I had to go to school. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I learned pretty quickly. <laughs> so, when, what, 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 what year would that, that have been? That was, that was 99. Okay. Yeah, so that we was the were, 99, we, the 99, 2000 season. So we were Premier League, uh, champions at the time. The, yeah. The, um, right. Okay. And Spurs would have been shite back then oh. as well. Even more shite than they normally are. What about the rest oh, of the- awful. What about the rest of the family? Okay. <laughs> so me and my brothers are hardcore Arsenal fans. Yeah, I've met um, him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my sister and my mum and whatnot, they don't really care for football. Um, my nephew, we forced him into being an Arsenal. He's got no choice. You know, He's got it's, no it's, choice, it's really. It's not allowed. Our, you know my cats support Arsenal, as you know. <laughs> Sir Herb. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't forgotten. You know, you know what's crazy, right? I got, oh, I got a crazy story, right? So I used to work in um, Curry's Digital um, over in Walthamstow. So um, I remember oh, that day not, I, I not finished work. North, North Circular. No, 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 no. Okay. A bit further down. Uh, no, further I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I remember, I remember, you know, my mum was, was messaging me. She's like, come over, you know, you're again, come and meet your sister's new boyfriend. I'm like, okay, um, already I don't like him. Um, if you know me, you already know, you already know what I'm like. Uh, you don't like anybody. So, no, it's not that. 
but I'm, I'm very big on family so you're you're coming here and you're dating my sister and you're expecting me to like you never gonna happen um so i walked in and um i, I see this guy sitting at the table and already i'm giving him dirty dirty looks um and i gave him the talk you know look after my sister or i will kill you um and i mean those words um and then what what killed me even more was like my sister revealed afterwards that he's a tottenham fan and i flipped out like i literally went crazy i'm like how the hell did you allow this guy to come through the door you know and to to make matters worse this guy was bold as in you know my nephew was young at the time and he's saying oh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna buy your nephew a tottenham shirt and i'm gonna put it on him and i threatened this guy's life i'm like you you do that i'm, I'm i will kill you you know i, I'm, I am gonna hurt you i, I must and i he, must admit uh, if anybody come along with my grandkids or anything like that come along or, uh, and said uh, wear a Tottenham shirt oh no we'll buy him a Tottenham shirt I'll go no 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 joke 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 but to try to do it I would go fucking mad oh so. I'm, I made it uh, on the no um, so I'm, I'm, no I mean, no bones of it I will hurt you and you know he laughed it off but I'm genuinely going to hurt you if so, you do this <laughs> you know so, so you finally um, yeah, the favorite game you've ever watched are and are attended. Oh, Jesus Christ! Have, you haven't attended loads, have you? I haven't attended loads because I don't like crowds. Um, yeah, that's so, good. That goes back from a while back and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'd rather sit at home. And besides, I'm pretty quiet when I watch matches unless it's the North London derby. Yeah. Um, once it's the North London derby, I'm loud and I'm, you know, but every other game I'll just sit there in complete silence, even when we score a goal. Um, obviously, I've already mentioned uh, the, the Man United 1 0, you know, to seal the title. Um, every single Tottenham victory, every single one of them. Um, the Barcelona game. <sighs> the Barcelona game. 2 1, I was there. My my house went absolutely crazy. Out of my little brother, you met my little brother, right? And you yep. see him. He's he's very calm and he's very you know. That's not the case when we're watching football. That day when when Alshavin scored, he grabbed his chair and he just slammed it on the floor and he ran downstairs and he was screaming in my mom's face and she was like, "What the hell is going on? He's nuts." Alright, he's nuts. He's worse than me when it comes to football. I'm telling you, don't take that calm demeanor, like you know, as as who he just, is. Just to, just to let Mike know, you will get a word in edgeways at some point here in the next half. No, hour. no, you crack on. <laughs> hey, on. man, I'm enjoying this. All yeah, right? I know I'm you are. Well, I'm, like enjoying I'm, I'm enjoying listening. Go on. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I can't, I can't really pinpoint one um, game. There's been so many. Glorious well, memories. I'll quickly go through the the, the five ones in in uh, how and when did I become an Arsenal fan? I became an Arsenal fan uh, in nineteen probably nineteen ninety three ninety four when I met my wife. I uh, I'd moved to London eighty eight. Um, met my wife and all her family were Arsenal. She wasn't really into football, and I was selling cars. So I wanted to get along with my brother-in-law. And if you li- listen to a previous podcast with Beers My Bruv, you'll hear a lot of this. Um, but to get on with him and get on with selling cars, I got into um, uh, 
just following the Arsenal scores and the rest is history. Here I am doing podcasts and running forums, attending games, spending thousands of fucking pounds uh, a year. Um, what's my earliest member memory of supporting Arsenal? Um, the, 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 the earliest one that really sticks in my mind is when we won the double in 97-98. I dropped my wife off at Highbury Corner to walk down to the balcony at Islington Town Hall because she was with the St. John's Amblins. I had to look after the kids because the kids were young. Uh, and she ended up standing on the balcony with Overmar, um, with, um, sorry, uh, Burkamp, Petit, uh, the whole squad. She was on the balcony while the trophies were being held aloft with Arsene Wenger and so on. Uh, what was it like at school as an Arsenal fan? Didn't matter. It was in Ireland. Uh, we talked about carrots and tractors and shit like that. Um, family allegiances, you all know my brothers are, uh, two Two of my three brothers are Man United fans, one is half West Ham, uh, my eldest brother is a rugby fan and fell asleep at um, the Arsenal Emirates Cup once because he falls asleep everywhere. And what's the favourite game I ever attended? Barcelona comes in, but I think... Uh, it's got to be the FA Cup against Chelsea because it was just fucking nuts. There was a few of us from the forum together. Uh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Mm. There we go. Do we want to do this five-word game? I'll give it a go. Give it a go. I'll tell you what we'll do. Mike, you come to me. I'll go to Manny. Manny will go to Mike. So, Mike, fire away with yours. Uh, no pressure. I was going to say, does it have to stick to just the one word? No, just it, oh, it's a enough. quick one. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, new formations. What do you reckon to him? If they, with the new formations coming in, uh, anything as long as it's defensive with flair. Definitely. Um, I've put fourth, as in, does it really matter if we finish fourth this season? Coming, I'd settle for fifth or sixth if we won the Europa League. Uh, I'm going to put Scalacci. Yeah, move on. And Senderos. <laughs> um, who's worse? Scalacci all day long. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've got one here. I've seen it on the forum. I've seen it on uh, newspaper. Uh, I think you'll know which this is probably coming. Hashtag Emery out. Already, absolute man. I want to use. I want to use that word. They are fucking idiots, man. Let me me tell you this, right? Arsenal fans on Twitter are probably. Have you ever? Have you ever been on Twitter and then seen the Arsenal community? It's like stepping into a room that is, you know, infested with, you know, the Black Plague. I've seen it. It's embarrassing. It is the most toxic, stupid. Just act. Oh, I've, I already have a lot of a lot of issues with the Arsenal fan base, but whoever had the, whoever's got that hashtag, you know, you deserve castration. Um, <laughs> I, 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 oh, I, I, I did I did put up that um, that post this morning. One, it was the Metro looking to stir up uh, more. Did you see the tweets though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll did see some but, of the tweets. Yeah, it's but, like I say, it's embarrassing. But how do you know it's not Metro fucking journalists? Just make one was called uh, uh, Wenger in Wenger we trust and stuff. Uh, just uh, idiots, idiots it, for real, for real. Idiots. And then, then, yeah, the Arsenal fan base is this stupid. Um, it's not not everyone, not everyone. But you know what? You, you guys know what I mean. You guys are fucking idiots. Right, I'm going to you. 
Yeah, come on. Rosiski's farewell game. Well, I missed it. Same here. <laughs> yeah, I loved them though. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I think some some of the the old boys got on there, but how um, Abu is a legend. <laughs> yeah. Leave Abu alone. Right. You've only leave come to see Abu. Um, like, I'll leave him alone. But your yeah, namesake, the porn star Emmanuel Petit. I wish I've you'd shut you up, like. I, I, I wish I, you'd I, shut I, up. No. I think I've asked you that once before, haven't I? You, you probably have, but I've, I've forgotten. But yeah, I, I wish he just, just shut his mouth. Like he, he, he just talks so much crap. After every time, everything that comes out of his mouth lately just seems to be negative. Just shut up, seriously. Okay, Cashley, Cole, fuck off. Savidio. The little Brazilian. Silvino, the little Brazilian. Oh, Silvino. Oh. Hmm. I thought you said Silvino. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought <laughs> I heard as well. <laughs> that threw me off. Um, Silvino. <sighs> what could have been? He could have been great. I think, anyway. And last one. Yeah. Bearing in mind, we just had the fixtures list out, and I predicted 92 points unbeaten uh, next season. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that was heart, not head. Um, Favourite fixture in the season? In every season? Yes. Well, th- this season, what did you look for first? Oh, the Tottenham game every time. Okay, every time. And- is that your favourite game that you... That's that's the one that gives me the most anxiety. That's the one that, you know, I look forward to the most. That's that's the one that gets... Okay. Uh, Mike? Yeah, the heart pumping. I'll ask you the that, that one question as well, and then uh, we can do Manny to you. Go on. What are your favourite... It's the one that everyone wants, isn't it? Yeah. We want to win it every time. Every no time. No question. Mm-hmm. I, I also look at the United game. Only because of my brothers. Mm, okay. I look, I look oh. at the game for around my birthday as well to see if it's an away game, so I can convince the wife that I need to go away for the weekend. I look at the one around our wedding anniversary to make sure it's an away game, so I don't have to say I need to go to the football on our wedding anniversary and her birthday and Boxing Day. But it's uh, called keeping a happy marriage. Right. I went um, to Old Trafford this season. Um, it wasn't. I wasn't impressed. It was my first time ever going. And it was, I'll tell you what, the atmosphere there is boring from their fans. It really is. Uh, I heard. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Manny, to Mike. All right. First one. (laughs) Andre Santos. Don't be too gentle, will you? (laughs) (laughs) He drives what he wants. He drives what he wants. Andre Santos. He drives what he wants. I'll leave it with that one then, (laughs) Fergus. Hmm. Gonosaurus. It's a joke, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get a cream for it. Mm. He's alright. We all need a mascot somewhere along the line. Yeah, a little he's got, bit. He's like... better than AFTV. God, let's not even go there. <laughs> let's leave that alone. Uh, next one. Hmm. Our transfer policy. I was going to ask this question. Um, hopefully, it gets better. I agree. 
Oh, uh, God. I just think with Wegener gone and him running the show on the transfers, I think hopefully we'll start seeing a difference. Uh, we've seen a difference so far with the early signings for a start. Yeah. It will, ex- it will expose who was at fold, Wenger or above. Yeah. I guess we'll leave that one for the podcast in August. Ooh, definitely. Yes. When the transfer window closes. Come on, we got four minutes and then we're way over our time. All right. Uh, Betna and Adebayor fight at Tottenham. Oh, I wanted Lord Betna to smash him up all over the place. I really did. <laughs> mm. I can't stand Adebayor. He's another, yeah. he's another Van Persie, if not worse. No, he's worse. He's it, a proper... It, I, I won't say it because we're, <laughs> you know, we're not allowed in the forum, but I'm not going to say it. Bet- Betna was like, you can wash my fucking car, boy. <laughs> mm. I wouldn't even mm. allow that. Last one, last one. This is this is a scenario, all right. The Welbeck and Sonogo through on goal. Oh, Welbeck. Oh. Sounds like an episode of Star Wars pinball. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how someone can lose everything under their own feet. It's not just the ball he loses; he loses his ankles, he loses his toes, he just loses everything. Imagine that. Really imagine is. that. Just imagine those two through on goal. Champions <laughs> League final against Barcelona. Oh, God. Yeah. That's my five. That's it's my not five. worth dreaming about, is it? Let's let's not even go there. Let's just... <laughs> yeah, I just thought about that one and thought, <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah. so, so I thought I'd ask him. So how was that, Mike? It wasn't too difficult, was it? It's it's harder, it's harder to think up of the... It's harder to think up of the... Uh, the things as you go along. Uh, the five words was difficult, um, or the five word game. It was difficult. It took me forever to think of some. I think <laughs> I got some advice from yourself for a couple. <laughs> you did on our audio check. Yeah. So have you but, enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah, it's been good. We'll have you on again. Do you think? Well, yeah, we'll yeah, I'll we'll, be on we'll again. Get, More than happy. Get 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 some votes in from our our, our huge public. We are getting quite. Uh, a like, like I say, I'm probably going to get lynched for me Wilshire outburst. But. <laughs> we are we are getting a lot of people starting to listen to us. Uh, we get about a uh, hundred regulars a week. Uh, in the la- in the last month, we have had 288 listeners to the podcast, uh, and since we started. We've had 2,516 people listen to the podcast, so thank you, everybody. Please do share us with your Arsenal friends, or even just your football friends. Like you know, We are amateurs. We're just doing it for a bit of a laugh. We are genuine Arsenal fans. We're not out here to make a... We're, we're, we're not out here to make a, a, a killing. Uh, we don't mind if we do end up making a fortune one day. Hey, you know, we're all in it for the money at one point or another. Um, but, you know, like us, share us... Uh, comment on our SoundCloud, on our iTunes, uh, join our Facebook page at Guns and Yellow Ribbons, and follow us on Twitter uh, at Guns and Ribbons. Um, if you uh, want to email us, us, you can email us on info at gunsandyellowribbons.com. Lads, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been real. It's been real. Uh, it's, it's been, been a good been release real. for me. I've enjoyed it. Bar Bill Gates' intervention and the little dropout we had earlier on, which nobody will know about. It'll all be seamless once <laughs> I sit down in the edit. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, man. I've got to go. I've got a flight to catch tomorrow. 
Yeah, you could. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, listen, before you go, yeah. are you going to go to. Is it. What's the bar? Is it called Flynn's Bar in New Orleans? Something like that. I'll, I'll pass through uh, for sure. It's on, my, it's on my things to do, man. It's on my things to do. And, so. and they, they did reach out to us and we said we thought about doing a podcast from there, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Whether that, whether that would be feasible is, is another question. Um, but I'll, I'll, you know, obviously I'll, I'll try to keep in touch if I can. If, um, if, you, if you do, if you do get there, just have a little chat with some gooners, record it, and then we can we can put it in as a little segment in, in between. Oh, for sure. You know me after a few drinks, I'm very social. Yeah, but anyway, I've got a ten-hour flight. I've got a ten-hour flight tomorrow, so I need to get moving actually. Stay off the whiskey. <laughs> and up the Arsenal. Oh.